more than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause, God gave them up unto vile affection. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. The women's doing that in the men too. <laughs> and likewise, also, the men leaving the natural use of the woman burn in their lust one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves the recompense of their error, which was me. They doing that right now, presently, as I speak. Yes, sir. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate man to do those things which are not convenient. Being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whispers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. And, and, and uh, that right there is what's going on in the world right now as I speak. That's a mouthful real right there. That's a whole mouthful. Yeah, it is. But it's the truth, though. So is that it right there for the day? Yeah, that's it for the day. Okay, well, right now we kind of, you know, by the way, we have some medical difficulties. Well, we can name on the satellites, you know, up there, for those who know, but uh, we'll take a small break. We can't take any break right now. I don't have any control. Okay, we'll keep right on going then. <clears throat> well, right now we're going to, uh, we have, well, we're going to uh, make adjustments as we go on. Right now, okay, um, most of the world, especially in this country, is talking about this satellites. Uh, this I just not a satellite, but it's balloon that is kind of the country. Matter of fact, it was over St. Louis uh, yesterday, you know, sort of out in Kansas City. And it's kind of, you know, getting everyone's attention. But again, uh, the United States is, um, you know, if you look at the travel, the path that it went through, uh, if you got aware in Bill's, Montana, there's a lot of those silos from our missiles up there. Uh, you went over to Kansas City where we have a big base, you know, for our fighters there. Now to the St. Louis where we have Scott Air Force Base. There's a lot of, lot of places that is going, and the ascent is out of control, okay, but you never know. But one thing, you know, that's out of our hands. But one thing we do know that uh, <clears throat> uh, we're happy to say that in, uh, in the world of COVID-19, that things... I'm proud of being answered. In fact, the COVID-19 uh, uh, hospitalizations are, are dropping by almost 20%, and that is a very good thing. That's because people have been wearing their masks, but we're still right now, we're behind on getting our vaccine. But the only way we can go, continue 
keep those numbers going down to keep those uh, getting vaccinated. You can also continue to wear your, <clears throat> your face mask. And also, by the way, <clears throat> wash your hands. We've been saying that for a long time. You know, that's something that you learn as a small kid, how to make sure <clears throat> you wash your hands, you know, and those are some of the common things, but people don't even do things like that. And also, we wanted to tell you that uh, as you move last year, that uh, this, this past week, we got some good news uh, uh, there the other day that the employment, unemployment rate is the lowest it's been since 1969. It's down to 3.4%. By the way, uh, the jobs are over 517 new jobs were created. We talk about jobs, you know, uh, and this is kind of interesting on why these jobs are being created. Uh, jobs in the uh, IT industry, high tech industry, you know, they're laying off. But right now, the hotel industry, the leisure industry, uh, professionals, uh, business services, even government healthcare, they all are saying great which is a good thing for us right now. So we're happy that that's some good news there. Also, uh, something that we can't forget was that the uh, this past week uh, down in Memphis, Tennessee, uh, the young man, uh, Aaron Nichols, uh, who was beat and killed. Well, the, today, uh, she said yesterday, uh, the sixth police officer was fired down there, and there was been much discussion uh, why he had this had taken place sooner. But now, all this could possibly be avoided. Right now, we all need uh, the federal government. And I said the federal government to pass it. George Floyd uh, Act would allow all this to not be in a situation right now. Because now uh, the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act of 1920 was sponsored you know, back then, okay, by former uh, Congresswoman Karen Bass, who's now the mayor of Los Angeles, California, even with a staff day framework to prevent and remedy racial profile police officers. But the biggest thing it was done. It would take away qualified immunity, which means police officers would be responsible for their actions. They can lose their home, they can lose their, they know their uh, savings, they can lose their cause, they can be sued when they do something wrong. And these officers right now that think they've been fired, well, they're going to be dealt with. There's still a lot of other places by the country. And I know it personally, in my family, I had my grandson was beat in Carolina this past year. So this stuff continues to go on. And so we know we got a fight no matter where you are, it's taking place. And also, uh, we have to understand that we as a people have to report things we see them in our neighborhood. Now, everybody said, don't snitch. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's not snitching when you're protecting your own self. And I know here in St. Louis, around the countries, uh, unemployment you know, uh, rates are up because people. They can't find jobs. Well, some cases, people, you know, just not, don't know or have the skills. But there are training programs now that get the skills that you would need that you can be able to get a good job. You can be able to, you know, to, uh, go someplace you know, and get some training. And sometimes a job is, when you make it like six, eight, ten dollars an hour, fifty dollars an hour, well, that's kind of hard to know. Uh, if you're a single mother, you know, a young child, you got to put that child in. Uh, in daycare. Then you got to figure out how to get gas. You got to feed them. And if they're in school, you know, they got to get them clothes. But right now, we got to see the uh, minimum wage got to increase. But one of the things now is that we got to train 
the good thing about the Biden administration is that here he is now. Opportunities for you to go to school and be trained at the same time. So right now, that's a very good thing that you can do. And also, as you have to look out, you know, you know, for your other members in your family. And I know I'm talking kind of fast, which is not my way I talk to you. But uh, right now, some of the good news for the Democrats and the black, black and Democratic Party that this morning the uh, Democrats uh, voted to move their uh, first primary to, to South Carolina, which is a very good thing. Because in the past, you know, the, the, the primary would, would have been in, uh, you know, up, you know, in Iowa, which is a very, a very cold state. You know, where blacks are very few, but now, we get a chance to, to lead off you know, the uh, you know, the uh, primaries for the Democrats, and then being black, we have a chance to be involved with picking and choosing the president of the United States. Now, we had some technical difficulties when we came on the air, and we're still dealing with those emails we speak, and the, normally you can suddenly have our thumbnail up where Scott can tell us who we are, real picture, my picture, Scott's picture. And also, we have a, have a picture of our guest today, Mr. Michael. Sure. 
Okay, uh, my name, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Dr. Michael P. Grayson. Uh, oh. I am head of a company called Credit and Debt Management Institute. We're a 501c3 nonprofit, and okay. we work with financial literacy. Well, you know, that's <laughs> well, you know, we have all three credit industry records, so we are at the top of the food chain. We have the record for the highest credit score in the world. So we, you know, we are we've been very fortunate. Well, okay, I have an algorithm for credit restoration. So, you know, the, the FICO system, which started in 2000, is based on an algorithm. So it takes an algorithm to beat an algorithm. Okay, now, Don, okay, let's digress, okay? You said algorithm. Explain what does that mean? Okay. So in the new credit system starting in 2000, your credit has five components. Your credit used to basically be, do you pay your bills on time? So before mm -hmm. 2000, if I said, hey, do you pay, do you have good credit and you pay your bills on time? You could say yes. But now mm -hmm. in the FICO system, you have to know all five components of your score so that you understand what your credit score is. So now I'm asking you, what is your credit score? And for the record, if you have less than a 720 credit score, you have bad credit. You have less than 720. Okay, now, Doctor, okay, let's, let's, let's break this down, okay? <laughs> Why did they make their change back in 2000? Why were they, they changed? <laughs> well, there's a lot of uh, speculation, but essentially, the new credit scoring model gives them control over credit. It gives them the total control that they want. So, we were, we were getting to a point in time where you basically had unilateral access to capital. So one thing that the, the credit score does, uh, it, puts, it makes segregation and uh, discrimination legal. So now, if you don't, this is what people know. 80% of African Americans have bad credit. So mm -hmm. if I put a credit score requirement on certain situations, it helps me to eliminate, uh, you know, African-Americans from consideration. Let me give you an example. So Nissan mm -hmm. Credit got sued by the federal government for discrimination because they weren't giving enough loans to the minorities and African-Americans. So their defense was, and the reason they didn't get fined, is they argued that African-Americans have bad credit. So that's why we're not giving them a loan, or that's why every loan that they get is at a super high interest rate. Same with credit card companies. They're giving you, you know, the average interest rate is over 20%, which is scary when you consider that every credit card company has a 0% interest rate. So credit scoring is a tool to keep you away from money. Okay, that's a great thing. Uh, you don't understand it. Okay, Doctor, let's 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 kind of dig, uh, dig a little deeper. This is real matter, okay? Now, in two thousand, the whole world changed, okay. But we, you know, most people weren't aware of this change. Yes. I mean, the I mean, especially in the black community. So now, correct. Who came to the conclusion 
they told you it was the Y2K bug. They told you that the clock, were, when they hit zero, all the computers are going to blow up. Remember? Oh, oh God. wait a minute. Let's go back here, okay? Oh, my God. I, I, I'm okay. Yep. I know. I'm around the world, okay? They were saying that, uh, you know, uh, at, 19, no, at midnight, or 1999, okay? At midnight, okay? There were some changes. You know, when your computer system's okay, and and people were saying that they don't travel because, you know, yeah. clocks and watches, and, you know, there's all this going on, okay? But I don't recall anywhere anybody saying nothing about what you just started talking about. Of course not. And But think about it like this. The computer is a system. So if you believe that once the clock hit 12 o'clock, the computer will uh-huh. shut down, couldn't you just advance the clock on the computer and know exactly what it's going to do? I thought well, that made good sense. Of course. Let, let me tell you something, right? Like, people talk a lot of smack about Bill Gates, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, Bill Gates was going to, he, 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 he was going to make a public announcement and say that Y2K was a hoax. He was going to let okay. you know what they were really doing. So I'm going to ask you if you remember. They did okay. something to Bill Gates to shut him up back in 2000. Because he, okay. you know, he's rich. So he said, listen, I'm, I'm in the computer business. I'm not an idiot. So I know that mm-hmm. if you want the clock hit 12 midnight, nothing's going to happen. So why are you, you know, saying that about my industry? If it was a problem, Bill Gates would have came up with a solution, Right. So right, he said, right, right. they're going to bring in the FICO system. How did they stop him back in 2000? Let's see if you can remember. Well, uh, well uh, I think, okay, I think, okay, uh, he became one of, uh-huh. the first billionaires, one of the first billionaires in this country for one way. And they allowed him to use his system. You know, you know, no, 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 this is what happened. Let, let me tell you what happened. Go back and okay, Google go this. Right around 1999, the federal government sued Microsoft and Bill Gates for monopoly. They said, you're too big, oh. you're too powerful. We're going to break your company up into small pieces. Uh, I remember did, that, yes. Did they ever break him up into small pieces? Of no. course not. And Microsoft is bigger now than it ever was. But they, right. all they did was show him that you're rich, but you ain't that powerful. Shut up. Or we'll destroy <laughs> your company. Wow. And he did. He didn't say nothing. Y2K came in. The FICO system came in. And they left him alone. They never even find him. But he was in the news every day in the 1999. They're all Microsoft mm-hmm. is evil. We're going to break up Microsoft into pieces. Never happened. Mm-hmm. So right now, if I understand what you're saying, the algorithms, you know, and for first of all, explain what the word algorithm means. You know, how, what, explain that to, what that actually means. It, it's that. a formula that controls data, that allows you to arrange data in a way that's easy to control or to retrieve. Mm-hmm. So an algorithm, just think about it as a, uh, uh, a way to, database information in a usable format. Mm-hmm. 
So if I hear what you're saying, doctor, you know, this is kind of funny, but it's not funny. Okay, but yes. back, back in, you know, in 1999, if you did not have a computer or access to a computer at that time, you just got left behind overnight. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. But they, they still haven't taught you the credit system. Let, let me tell, let me explain this to you. So during times of physical slavery, the slave masters agreed on one thing, and that was don't let the slaves learn how to read because reading will destroy the slave system. So every right. slave master around the world, you, they would kill you if they caught you reading or teaching a slave to read. So right, right. let's fast forward to now we're in a time of financial slavery. There's one thing that every slave master agrees on now. Do not let them learn the credit system. And I'm going to prove that to your audience. I want everybody to Google college, university, or high school offering a class on credit scoring systems. See how many oh, colleges, yeah. universities, high schools in this entire country that offers a class on the new credit scoring system. Guess how many I've found? Where you find them? Go ahead, I'm I found zero. This is the first time I've ever Googled something and it came back with zero. Wow. So every, every, if you talk to any educator and you say as a young adult, what is the most important thing in the young adult's financial life? Everybody will say credit. So why aren't you teaching it? If you Google colleges or universities offering a class of, on dog knitting a dog sweater, knitting a dog sweater, you will see hundreds of universities teach classes on knit, not just knitting, but knitting dog sweater. So they're saying okay, that's that more that. important than credit. Okay, Doctor, let's, 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 let's kind of go back, okay, to what you just said here. Now, they have universities, okay, that deal in financial literacy. Am I right? Yes. yes. Now, in their, in their financial literacy, you're saying in that it does not include, it does not include how to deal with credit. How to deal with the credit scoring system. Everybody talks about credit, but they teach you the old credit system. They're not allowed to teach you the new credit system. If they did, you would have perfect credit. That's the one world law. That is the one world law. Do not teach them people about credit. That's the one world order. That's the way Satan wants to keep you like that. That's the system of the devil. Yeah. It's a wonderful system. But that's great. That's uh, Elder Al allows, you know, he's one of my, 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 my co-hosts here. And uh, <clears throat> and we've been talking about this one world order that that that, that you don't hear a lot about it, okay, but it is alive and yeah. well. Yeah. So well, so they bad. have you busy thinking about other stuff. Like, just like right. you said, everybody teaches financial literacy, but how many people are teaching you the FICO credit scoring algorithm? Once you know the algorithm, you know how to fix your credit. 
Do you know yeah, man. credit score? Yeah, man. <laughs> Everybody talks about credit. Ain't nobody teaching you credit scoring. No, no one. I've found it, court. Other than the one that we teach, I don't know of one in the country. Okay, I tried okay, to get my class taught in colleges and universities, and I went to all the historical black colleges, and they agreed. They loved my course. They said, yes, we're going to teach this in the fall, right? This was back uh, 20 years ago. And wow. um, I got a call like a couple weeks before the fall semester, and they said, hey, we're going to have to pull your course. I was like, what? And they said, we yeah, have a call from a certain bank. I ain't going to say the name of the bank. But this bank okay. called them and said, if you teach Dr. Grace's course, we will pull all our funding. They even told one president, we're going to rip out our ATM machine. That's how serious they are about this. Now, well, well, Dedicated toward black folk. Uh, you go to any university, 
when you get on campus in orientation, uh, you know, just that, you know, you're going to find something there uh, about how you can get a credit card. I know years ago, one of my daughters, I was visiting uh, one of uh, her cousins, you know, we went for homecoming weekend, you know, and so she was down there, okay, she came back home, she got a credit card. You know, and she and she should not have it. And we said, oh, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, you can't, oh, you can't use that. No, 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 no. Yeah. Why can't I say, well, you ain't got a job. Okay, <laughs> number one. Yep. You know, right. when you bass up, who's going to pay for it? Uh, and thought about that. And that's what I'm saying. This is one of those things. And, and, and to be honest with you here, uh, we hear a lot of stuff. Now, we're going to come back to this in a few minutes, uh, Dr. Man. But um, if you're talking about colleges now, another thing that most college students, uh, when they are aware, but they don't understand it until they get out of school, and they, they got a thing called they got a college loan they have to pay back for the education. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's why one of the things that the Biden administration has been trying to, you know, forgive some of your student debt. And and you know and, and that's and that's money that's uh, that's student debt is, is, is driving down your credit report. And so we're gonna come back to that again also in a few minutes, okay? But I just want to get down to the basics here, okay? And that you can't teach your course in college. They won't allow you to teach credit scoring in college. I, I dare somebody to try. I, I would give you my course for free if you're a college educator, you're high. I don't care where you are. If you want to teach credit scoring, I will give you a class. I even tried to do this in the prison system. I I, I used to I have a, a program called Perfect Credit Prevents Crime that I used to teach at the, the attorney generals would invite me every year to teach a class at their national uh, forum, and they loved it, but they never implemented. So a year before you let someone out and do release them. The felons, you teach them the credit course and let them fix their credit in, in jail. So when they come out of jail, they have perfect credit. Because right. if they come out with a, a record and bad credit, they're unemployable. So of course they can right. only go back to crime. That's why you have recidivism rates through the roof. How are they going to get a job? They're a felon with bad credit. Impossible. They, they have better luck getting struck by lightning. So if you were serious about recidivism, you would make sure they come out with perfect credit so even if they can't find a job, they could start a business. They could get a small business right. loan. Yeah, you, you, know, you know, Dr., uh, uh, this, is, this is such an uh, important thing that uh, we tell the prisoners that we, we don't want you to come back, okay? Right, I wonder. So one of the, the best things you would think, okay, Thomas, this would say, well, why are you in here? You know, you all have a classes the way while you're in prison here. Some prisons, you, you get a law degree. Yeah. And so you're saying they can, can get a law, they can get a law degree, they can't get something about credit, how to prove their credit. They can get a class on credit, though. Think about that. What good is a law degree if you have bad credit and you're a felon? You right, yes. law firm? No. You're going to get a job no. in law firm? No. No. You need perfect credit. And anybody in this country, 
can have perfect credit in three to six months. Anybody that understands this system. In, in fact, wow. one of the things I want to make sure. Hey, that could be the mark. That could be the new mark of the beast. You, you better not even talk about the number of a man. You better not. Don't even go. <laughs> it's talking about the mark of the beast and mankind. Mankind is crooked and wicked and ran by yep. Satan and his demons. Yep, I'm telling you. The CARES Act. So in the, the country to, to fight COVID financially, they offered the mm-hmm. CARES Act. And, and listen to how, how crazy this is. So everybody talks about the CARES Act because it gives you money, right? Everybody talks right. about the money from the CARES Act program. What they didn't talk about was the fact that the CARES Act was really designed as a credit protection tool. So the credit, the, the, the CARES Act of 2019 is designed to ensure that you build and maintain perfect credit. So, okay. if you Google CARES Act credit protection, so if you were listening to this program and you were impacted financially by care by uh, COVID, the government allows you to fix your credit instantly. Okay. How so, how if can you were affected by COVID and you have bad credit, in three to six mm-hmm. months you can have perfect credit. You only have up until May to apply, though. You only have until May. The president just announced he's shutting down the CARES Act. So the CARES Act shuts down when the government officially declares an end to COVID. He said in May he's going to declare into it. Right, and right. Not a single person has talked about the credit protection. Getting your, You have an opportunity to have perfect credit before May. Everybody in the country, everybody listening to your program, in fact, we started a program with the uh, National Black Chamber of Commerce and a couple other very large organizations where we're giving all of their members. So if you're listening to your member, ask your, your leadership about our credit program. We're going to give everybody, we're going to give, I'm not going to say everybody, but we're going to give the first million people perfect credit. We're going to make sure you get an 800 credit score. We're going to give 1 million people 800 credit score uh, before summer. Okay, now, now this is one reason, okay, that I invite you to get a guest on my program because I have to be on a Zoom call a couple of weeks ago. Uh, uh, I came on board, Mr. Nair Ivory, you know, uh, 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 had a Zoom call for, you know, for leadership here. And, and, and I, I kind of got in late to the call. Because you know, yeah, they moved the town around a little bit. Okay, you me off, but I, I did get in on the call. Okay, so in, okay, you know, it was a good part. Okay, okay it was a good part. Now, having said that, first of all, if you are a, a member of the NASDAQ Team of Commerce or any of our affiliates around the country, yes. around the world, you know, yes, you would qualify being part of your program at this point, right, sir? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That is absolutely correct. Every single member. Okay, now, let me tell people this is our program to say something three times, all right? So now, I'm telling people right now, 
get your ink pen, get your pencils, get your cell phone, get whatever you can write a number down with, okay? So now, give us a number or something where they can contact you and say it three times, okay, please, sir. Okay, no problem. So you can call uh, any National Black Chamber of Commerce office or you can call us directly. Our phone number is 888-551-5533. That number again, 888-551-5533. That's Credit and Debt Management Institute. 888-551-5533. And tell them you want to be included in our uh, uh, million uh, person credit restoration program. And that's the reason that we do this, I, I think most people don't realize in this country, and this is why they don't want to teach you credit scoring. In this country, once you hit 720 credit score, you are technically a millionaire in America because you have access to a million dollars. So if you're listening to this program and you currently have a 720 credit score and you don't know how to borrow a mil- up to up to one million bucks for business or investment, you need to give us a call. But in this program, we're going to give everybody 720 to 850 credit score, and then we're going to monetize their credit and give them up to a million dollars. So the goal is a million people with access to a million dollars which if you multiply that together, that's a $1 trillion transition of wealth. $1 trillion. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep coming back to this, okay? You know, because one of the things, you know, redundancy, and the more you hear something, the more yes, sir. You, you understand it. And I want people to understand. Now, <coughs> we just told us today, I just heard about this past week, this president said, that come May, they're gonna go in the in the COVID nineteen, you know, uh, programs. Yeah. So now, if, if someone listens to us right now on the fourth of uh, February, and they start calling you next week, okay? Is it possible yeah. for them, okay, to get their score up to a seven twenty in three to six months? Every single person yes. that calls today or tomorrow in three to six months. The credit protection is built into the CARES Act. You just have to apply the right way. That is it. Guaranteed. There's no mystery. There's no if or no. There's no jumping through hurdles. All you have to do is apply through the CARES Act. That's why nobody will tell you about it. Google it for yourself. Credit protection in the CARES Act. Everybody skips over that. They will never talk about it. Credit protection. It allows you to restore your credit it is illegal for, if you're in the CARES Act program, it's illegal for a creditor to mark your credit late. They can't even mark wow. you late. They still have to have you paid as agreed, even if you're not paying them. The government okay, okay. anticipated this problem. They know if everybody's broke or sitting at home, shelter at home, shelter in place, they know mm-hmm. that your credit's going to go bad. And the government right. needs you to have good credit so you can buy houses and cars and keep the economy rolling. These guys are right. on top right. of their game. We are not on top of our game. We have to use the tools in place. The government has really done an excellent job of giving us, they call them debt filters. 
So these are programs and laws that help you eliminate your debt completely and restore your credit. You don't need credit repair, bankruptcy, consumer credit counseling. That is crazy that people are applying for those things. You should be, you should go, anything, if you think you have a student loan problem, like you mentioned this, Google student loan cancellation and forgiveness. That is the, the keywords. If you guys don't remember nothing else from this program, remember the keywords, cancellation and forgiveness. Any problem you have, credit card problem, mortgage problem, you you Google cancellation forgiveness and you can find the appropriate program to eliminate your debt. So if you have a student loan problem or you think you do, which is impossible to have one, you Google student loan cancellation and forgiveness, you'll see the Obama student loan forgiveness program already. The only reason Biden is trying to give you more cancellation and forgiveness is because you ain't using the old stuff. The Obama plan uh, is, is we use uh, ICR, an Income Contingent Repayment Plan, for our clients. It will give you a payment, and I want you to Google this for yourself because you ain't going to believe it. Your payments go to $0 per month. $0. So how can you have a student loan debt problem if your payments are $0 a month? Nobody's using it, and I I apologize because I know ain't nobody teaching you. The colleges are scared to teach it. High schools are scared to teach it. And everybody else is making money off your ignorance. But listen to what I'm saying. It is impossible to have a student loan debt problem in America. Impossible. Biden is trying to make it brainless. That's why they're mad at him, because they already gave you the Obama plan. But now he's just trying to wipe it out just with a magic wand. And it, it, it extends the wrong signal to the country. In order to get these rewards, you have to be diligent about information. The Bible said that people perish for lack of knowledge. You have to actively seek this knowledge. Ain't nobody gonna hand it to you or spoon feed it. You you know what I'm saying? You gotta look for it. Somebody has gotta step up and say, hey, let me walk my people through this. You know, all you guys in leadership, come on, you gotta use these tools to empower the church. Preach, Grayson. Tell them about it. <laughs> you know, that's why I appreciate you. You know, you heard about it. The first thing you did was say, come on my show and let's talk about it. That takes guts. Most people are scared to talk about this stuff because they don't want to upset the top 1%. They don't want they don't want to feel the wrath of folks. But you was like, we're going to put the truth out there. I'm going to help my people. Amen. I Amen. I well, well, that, that I did too. Okay. That, that you is serious about, you know, we've had many conversations, and I don't know if people know your heart and know how serious you are about empowering people. You ain't just talking about it. Everybody else just talking about it. Well, well, well Dr. Grayson, I know for a fact, there's no secret, okay? When I went back years ago, and then back in 2015, when I uh, late found the uh, area out, came to St. Louis, when the Michael Brown uh, sang, you know, um, riots, for lack of a better description, that's what it actually was, in our black community, uh, he had asked me to uh, talk to Missouri Black Human Commerce, and I told him, told him no about these five, four five times, you know, because I was on <laughs> a broken neck. And one thing he said to me, that made, that made me think that, 
is actually said there are programs of things that can help the state of Missouri, but we have nobody here that can work with that. And he said, well, look at your background and know that you are a type person, okay, that can do that. Now, having said it, okay, I took that, I took that as a sign. Um, and most things, the state of Missouri is normally last, you know, in, in good news. Now, teachers are the lowest paid in the country. Uh, the, the federal the state employees are normally last in pay. And right now, our legislators here in Missouri, uh, they got all type of money from, from, the, from the Biden program, all these programs. They got money. And they still, the government trying to give, give the workers a raise, and they, and, and they refuse to give it to them. People who need health care, they refuse to give it to them. And so in Missouri, I have an uphill battle. And so what I'm doing here in Missouri now is trying to be a, a beacon with information. And we have programs like I mentioned, a program in Haytown, Missouri, where it's a force in the country, in the state. And we, we trying to go down there and build and empower black people. We got to create opportunities for jobs, you know, for them, for them to go get things. And most black businessmen in Kansas City and Sandals that give on the survey and are read in the paper, I couldn't believe it, was they make a hundred thousand dollars a year. They did they successful. That ain't no money. That ain't no that money. Is, that, is, that ain't no money. But the banking system here, okay, is such that you know they you know uh they don't want people to know what you do and i want all my members to they know when you have access to a million dollars because now you control your own financial destiny all you need is a 720 credit score that is it well well, well, well you know, i got i got several people texting me already in my chamber okay saying i want to be a part of this grayson photo program already <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, I mean, and so, but what I'm supposed to say is that I'm working for, I'm working about, I'm not behind eight ball, I'm not even on the pool table. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta get into the game. Man, that's why when I heard your conversation, I knew my people needed what, you, what you're doing. And no, the you changing the language. That's what you're doing. You're teaching people the language of money. Mm-hmm. But right now, doctor, you know, uh, it, it, it's yeah. funny though. My, uh, you know, all my relatives, you know, they know me. They know what I do, so I teach them mm -hmm. credit, even at a young mm -hmm. age. You know, like I have uh, one of my my young niece. Her name is Olivia. You know, she mm -hmm. listens to my program and she takes notes. Now she's only ten years old, but she's serious about credit. <clears throat> I got, I got, I got a granddaughter about credit. Granddaughter She ain't playing. She's a genius. You know, mm -hmm. her friends are worried about social media and TikTok. She worried about how she goes. She can create inventions, start businesses, how to keep her credit good. That's what. She, that's why she she don't really fit in because they they talking about stuff that she considers nonsensical. How does she want to know how to be successful? Well, 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 Dr. Grayson, you know, when I was younger, and I know it hasn't changed that much. They were called geeks. Yes. So, <laughs> They were they weren't the person that was want to go party all the time, you know, want want to go, you know, yeah. this and that, you know. Uh, most of my life, okay, I've been always interested, okay, so uh, understand how how stuff works, you know, how so in my in my past life with, with the uh, teachers, 
Now I want to talk leadership, how to get to organize the people. And so yes. those skills in Missouri, at our chamber, uh, we don't get a lot of publicity, but we are, made, we are making changes in our community. Nice. Anytime Missouri, anytime Missouri, we just purchased, okay, land of $165,000 and preparing to build a cell phone tower on that. You know, nice. you know, we already working on the chambers, you know, uh, you know, uh, in all over the state. Can't see we've done great here in Kansas City. But the good thing about it, like, I like to say to people, we're not in debt to nobody. <laughs> now, do we have any money? No. But we, 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 we still not in debt, and we're still doing stuff. Yeah. Yes, we're, still to, we're still trying to make stuff happen. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 I, and, I, and I, I like right now, okay, to be uh, here in Missouri, you know, I have no problem talking to our state legislators here, okay, or uh, education people here. While well, they're fighting it right now, it's just a piece of pitiful about this uh about what's being taught. You know, black history and stuff. Well, they're not even, they definitely don't want to talk about financial literacy. Oh, kid, I you know, and we both know that, okay? So right now, that's not even in the discussion. Yeah. And if we can sort of discuss, you know, any kind of way here, that's what I want you to tell people right now. Like right now, I got people in my chamber saying right now, count me in. Yes, sir. You know, and, you know, and I'm saying, yes, you are in. Okay? That's one of the benefits of joining the NASDAQ Chamber of Congress or affiliates. Yeah. Your chamber is doing something. You're not just, everybody talking about we're going to empower small businesses, but it's just a conversation. You know, I applaud you creating programs like this to get real-time solutions right yes. now in the next three, six months. Right. That's why right now, what I did with you, okay, I want you to have a program on a radio section. Well, you can, you can, you can, you can speak freely, okay? about what you're doing. Yeah. Because what we're doing here now, we speaking, we speaking freely, okay? We, we don't have no feel on what we're saying here. And that's why I said, you know, uh, when we're talking to the world here, like, you know, a free voice, talk about what you need to know. Amen. Credit right now is one of the things that, 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 that when people understand, when you buy a car, when you buy a house, you go for a job. And anything that you do, okay, they're checking your credit score. Yeah. Now, do they tell you that? No, they do not. That's what I said. You go to the too. hospital. When you oh, go yes. to the hospital, I, I had a client who, you know, this is, is she used to come into our office, her and her husband, and they mm-hmm. would cuss and scream. They was very angry. You know, and they came to talk to me. I was like, you only been in my program for two months. You know it works because mm-hmm. you were referred by somebody else. How are you cussing and screaming? And then the wife started crying. She said she had terminal cancer. There was one experimental treatment that mm-hmm. she wanted to take that could save her life. But because her mm-hmm. credit was bad, they wouldn't let mm-hmm. her in because her insurance didn't cover it. And she couldn't get patient finding. So she was like, call you hurry up fix my credit, I could die. That's how serious. That's why we're very serious about credit. And that's why, and, and that's why I get you on the program today, Doc. That's why I get you here today. And I, and remember I told you, you know, normally I get come on at 145, 
I want you somebody at, 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 at one thirty. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then today, the, right. the devil's been busy, okay? Uh, we not we have not had any problems since 2015, okay? Getting on the air at, at the right time. But for yeah. some reason, the computer didn't want to work right. Those of us are enemies. <laughs> they know the enemy ain't trying to have it. Right. As long as you're talking about other stuff, he don't care. But when you talk about real change, he get real upset. Yes, he right. do. Uh, and, and, he still do. And you notice right now, I, I didn't ask Reverend Lyle cut his, his short give the make sure we had time. I cut off what I normally talk about. So I want to make sure at one at one thirty that you had the time I promised to you. Right. Because uh, the most important thing people hear today is that you tell it our members, okay, that they can get it, they, they qualify for this program. If you, if you listen to this program and you don't have 800 credit score by May, that is your own fault. If you don't have 800 credit score and you don't have access, I'm not saying everybody should run out and borrow a million dollars. That's not what I'm saying. But you should have the capacity to do that if you need to. If, if you're listening, if you're a believer, if you love God and you worship Christ, I guarantee you, you have some type of witty idea or invention or business plan that could make you very successful. But what's stopping you is you're cut off from access to capital. So once you get free and you got your 800 credit score and we've set you over some of our banking relationships and somebody says, hey, look, yeah, you qualify for half a million. Watch what happens in your life. Stuff will start happening. You'll get land deals like you're talking about. I mean, things will open up at a level that you have not imagined. Please. Uh, uh, also, Doctor, that's, that's continue to dig deep here, okay? Well, I, said, I want to dig deep, okay? Well, okay. Well, we haven't talked. We haven't talked about that really got my attention. That when I tuned into the program, you know, to the Zoom call, this one go. You went into the Bible. And somehow I'm a Bible. But the Bible tells you that after so many years, your credit is clean. Talk about that, if you don't mind. Okay. Okay. So one of the things that I teach people so that they understand, like you know, we one of the, the, the programs we just talked about is called debt filtration. So debt filtration is a system of forty government programs and laws that actually uh, pay all the bad debt you can't pay. Bankruptcy is not a debt built to consumer credit accounts and none of that. The government, even if you owe taxes, I, I hope you guys are not paying back taxes. You should file for offer in compromise. So that mm -hmm. program reduces your tax debt 90%. Mm -hmm. 90. Okay? So everybody always say, well, Doc, wait a minute, that don't sound right. The government's going to pay all my back taxes. You know, why, why, why? That's what everybody want to know. Why would the government pay all, all my bad debts? Why would they help me have the credit? So I let them know there's two reasons. The first reason is because God said so. Don't forget this country was started by people who came from dead oppressive societies and they were very religious folk, okay? So they structure our government based on biblical principles. 
So there's two biblical principles in the Bible that shape our entire economy. And I want you guys to have them. Okay, write this okay. down, please. Luke 7, 41 to 42. Luke 7, 41, 42 says, A certain creditor had two debtors. One owed 500 denarii and the other 50. When they could not pay, he canceled the debt for both of them. That is why the government cancels your debt. And the only requirement for any debt filter is you can't pay. Just like with the uh, CARES Act debt filter. If you can't pay your bills, the government asks them to put you in a cancellation or forgiveness program. Okay? The second passage is Deuteronomy 15.2. Deuteronomy 15.2 says, At the end of every seven years, you shall grant a remission of debt. This is the manner of remission. Every creditor shall release what he has loaned to his neighbor. He shall not exact it of his neighbor or his brother because the Lord's remission has been proclaimed. That's why your credit is supposed to reset itself every seven years because God said so. You, you wonder where that number came from seven years. You thought the government made it up. No. Deuteronomy 15.2 shows the number one reason that the government cancels your debt and forgives your debt is because God said so. The second reason is because we're a capitalist country. We're not a democracy. We're a capitalist society. Amen. I, I, I always say that it's a capital system. Always. It's a capitalist system. So mm-hmm. it's a capitalist system in our economy is driven by home and car sales. The government don't care about nothing else but how many new homes and new cars are sold because that tells how healthy the economy is. And unfortunately for the government, in order to sell houses and cars, you need low debt and good credit. Mm-hmm. So credit eliminating <laughs> your debt it's the government's job. It ain't even your job. Uh-huh. That's the government's job. You know, one of the things that I teach in my class is that your uh-huh. only job as a U.S. citizen is to use the credit and debt system to access capital and create debt. So the system is designed that when you get in bad debt or, or heavy debt and bad credit, it's designed to clean it for you so you can start again and try again. And you keep trying until you've been acquire assets, build your credit, leverage your your, your uh, assets, and, and create even more good credit, and then become prosperous. So the system is designed that way, but what happens for African Americans especially, not just African Americans, but for us especially, after you get bad credit, heavy debt, you fall off the chart. You start doing bankruptcy, credit repair, all that crap that don't work, whereas the people that know activate the proper government debt filtration program to eliminate your debt and fix your credit. You can't pay off all that bad debt. It's impossible. Okay, now, what now, you Doctor, can do is filter it. Okay, now, Doctor, you be so kind. Why don't you explain the language, okay, that if you have a credit card or some other type of business, some debt that you have, how, after certain, how, how that actually works you know, in everyday people. Okay, so you have a credit card, you're paying the credit card, something happens, you can't pay. After 120 days of non-payment, 
that debtor will usually charge the debt off. What does charge off mean? Everybody uses that word. It means they take a pre-tax charge against their earnings. So if you talk to your account, that's the good kind, pre-tax charge. So the government is reimbursing the creditor for you not paying. Now, in order for him to do that, he has to actually cancel your debt. And in order to prove that, the government makes them issue a 1099-C. I want you guys to Google 1099-C. It is a cancellation of debt. So if the debt is canceled, this is what I ask people every day, how can you pay a debt that is canceled? Why are you trying to pay a debt that is canceled? Because you don't understand the system. Once the debt is canceled, you have to send the proper documentation to the creditor and, you know, to eliminate the debt completely and legally. Then it's gone. So what we do, and you'll see through our program, we don't do we don't do credit repair because credit repair is unfortunately fraud. So credit repair people tell the credit bureaus that this account is not mine. That is your account. You know you ain't paying them people. That is fraud. That's fake fraud. What we do okay. is if, if you issued a 1099-C and you canceled that debt, you can no longer hold me accountable. So we have the creditors remove the debt legally. Now it's gone. Now that's the right way to do it. So you have to, there's 48 of these debt filters. That's why I'm saying Google them. If you have trouble, if you can pay your bills, pay your bills. I ain't telling you not to. I pay all my bills. I ain't never late. But if something mm-hmm. happened, like when I went to the hospital, I was in the hospital for over a year with a very bad infection, right? And so I wasn't worried and stressed out because I can't pay my bills. They're going to repossess my car. No, because as soon as I get out of the hospital and go back to work, I know I can use a debt filter to eliminate all that bad debt, restore my credit, and I'm back in business. Now, how do you do that? That is the worst. Uh, the thing that's, uh, okay, uh, Chris, I'll get now. When people can get these, these letters from these agencies trying to collect a debt from a credit card, talk about that. Okay, this is the biggest scam on the planet, or one of the biggest scams. Credit card, I mean, debt collection scam. That, I'm going to give you a couple things to reference, because we got to free our people from debt collection scams. So in this country, there's two kinds of debt. There's legal debt and technical debt. A legal debt means you have the legal standard for proof of indebtedness that's dictated by state and federal law. So in order to collect the debt, you have to legal have the legal standard. Everything else is a technical debt. Let me give you an example. If you're listening to this program right now, you owe me a thousand dollars. That is not illegal for me to say that. I can say, everybody listening to the show, owe me $1,000. I can even send you a collection letter if they give me my $1,000. But legally, I have to tell you that this is a technical debt. This is not a real debt. That's why every collection letter has one statement on it. It says, unless you notify this office within 30 days after receiving this notice, you dispute the validity of this debt or any portion thereof, this office will assume this debt is valid. That turns this piece of paper into a contract. The contract is giving you two choices. Pay the debt or simply dispute it. You can pay it mm-hmm. or dispute it. But because they know no one ever taught you credit, you 
you don't know how to dispute it. So you pay it. That is crazy and insane. You got a choice to either pay it or dispute it. Let, let me let me prove more to you. I want you to pull out some debt letters. Call your friends and family. I want you to eliminate everybody you know bad debt. I'm going to show you how easy it is. Okay, if you look at any debt collection letter, it says, the name creditor has placed this account with our office for collection. Now, notice they said they placed it with our office. They placed it. That is a legally technical word, placed. It's legally proficient. It's legally accurate, I'm sorry. Legally accurate. They didn't say that they bought the debt. They didn't say that they were hired to collect the debt because both of those are lies. They allow you to lie to yourself. They didn't tell you that they bought this debt and now it's their debt and you got to pay them. That is a lie. The debt's been canceled. They didn't tell you that the creditor hired them to collect the money you owe. That is a lie. What they did tell you is, I don't know how the hell it got it. I'm sorry. I don't know how this debt got them off. You can say, hey, doctor, we real people here. You can say that. Okay, all right, because... You know, we don't understand how many people are paying this fraud money. So the second sentence in every one of these says, if you choose not to respond to this notification, we will assign your account to a collector with instructions to collect the balance. Now, listen to what they said. If you choose not to respond, then they will assign it to a collector. If you really owe the money, as soon as they got the collection, they would say, go collect my money. But what they're waiting for is for you to create a debt where none exists. Listen very carefully. When you first got the letter, you ain't owe nobody nothing. But by waiting 30 days without notifying them, disputing it in writing, you created a debt where none existed. So back to my example. If I say, listen, everybody listen to this program owe me a thousand dollars, I can send you the same letter. If you don't respond in writing and dispute, hey, Dr. Grace, you crazy. I may never agree to pay you a thousand dollars. If you don't do that in writing, then legally you owe me a thousand dollars and I can take you to court and garnish your wages. People. That's powerful. That is all they're doing. It don't matter what the number is. They only list the previous creditor to lock it into your mind to make you think that this is a real debt. This is a technical debt. It's legally uncollectible. You, you know, Doc, one of the things I consider myself to be, right, I'm always learning, in wordsmith. And yeah. that means you have to understand how you use words. By the way, words, words. By the way, I've been happy to say that we've been joined by our, our CEO uh, you know, of the National Team of Commerce, Chuck Dubai. Hey, Chuck. <laughs> Good afternoon, and hello, Dr. Grayson. Great to hear hey, you. Hey, how are you, sir? Yes. Yeah. Hey, Chuck. Uh, right, right. The right member. Right, the right member. Okay, well, Chuck, uh, Dr. Grayson been on since one thirty. okay? And we tried to, I tried to have a continuation. You know, yes, but sir. one thing that... Let's do this that, again. Let's do it. Again. You know, okay, okay, okay. And one of the things that, I, that we that we told everybody that's here, hear our voice, if you remember the NASDAQ in Commerce, any of our affiliates, okay, you can get this program, get your debt counted for free. 
Yes. You know, and I, and, and I know, and that's something that I already asked in Texas. I already don't keep people saying, can I, I say yes, yes, yes. And so now, uh, welcome to the program as usual, okay? And so now, you don't recall with me a couple weeks ago, we had Dr. Grayson as a, oh, as, as, uh, as a you know, a guest speaker, you know, with our chairman, Mr. Iris. So now, what you, what are some things you want to talk about, uh, him with, okay, about the thing that he's doing? Well, there is the immediate tangible value that it has to each individual. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it, it should be clear, and if not, we, we can continue to make it clear. But mm-hmm. with the investment that you would have in this program, there is a tangible goal or product that you're going to come away with. And a higher credit score means, first of all, less expense uh, in, in your in your living, in your in, in the way you go about doing. But we'll talk a little bit just for a moment about what it means to your business. And uh, Dr. Grayson, I'm sure you mentioned about the 720 score or the the, yes. the, the benchmark. And just right there alone, if we're able to, to convene or bring together a hundred people out of the Missouri Black Chamber or start with 10 and the 10 can show to other people what they were able to do, but to have access to a million dollars is significant if all you had to do was make some changes and basically elevate your knowledge that allows you to collateralize your resources. So a yes. 720 score automatically will get you qualified for a million dollar uh, access to credit or access to capital. And as you do that and we put it together, then we have an opportunity to create our own banking guidelines, our own banking opportunities, our own sources for capital. And initially, we're looking to go nationally and get 10,000 businesses to do that. That would allow us to start a, a capital fund. And the fund could be in the, in the form of a bank, but it would be designed and missioned for capital access to our, our members our constituency, our concerns, our interests, which then, all the way back to what we've been talking about, uh, is the integrity, the infrastructure, the substance within our own communities. And that's what we're talking about in one way or another every day. Uh, It's in the news, whether we're talking about political uh, disposition. I mean, we've been talking about why why for what reason would we need in this point in time to reverse Roe versus Wade? Why <laughs> we, Yeah, yeah. And why would Governor Santos uh decide that he doesn't want uh Afro descendant history no longer a part of the curriculum? Well, it's because we're getting 
too smart or the, the, the amount of news or information has come so readily available that whether you go to school or not, it comes into your life. You know, we talk about everything from uh, mental health to food security to why are the police doing what they're doing in such a way and getting away with it? And what are the consequences and what accountability do we have? We're talking about with our um, black business certification, we're talking about our own data, our own tracking, policing and holding ourselves accountable first. When we talk about why, why would the National Black Chamber of Commerce partner with the National Business League to form the National Alliance for Black Business that then introduced the Black Business Enterprise Certification and to come with a scorecard. And lo and behold, all within, I mean, within hours, within 24 hours of announcing that, we have Fortune 500 companies. I'm talking about Fortune 10, Fortune 5, the biggest of the companies, mm -hmm. contacting us and saying they'd very much like to have the information and they'd very much like <laughs> to know about it because they're having challenges <clears throat> with their own vendor, their diversity, I mean, if you if you think about it, right now everybody's in a bucket for minority. And when I say everybody, I mean you've got more white folks as minorities now because you could be a woman, you could be a veteran, you could be uh, uh, LBGT, and you're still in there. I mean, I was talking to a guy this week that was black, gay, veteran, I mean, every kind of cert certification and uh, uh, set aside or, 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 or merit badge he could get. He was getting it, and he still wouldn't get uh, the, the type of contracting opportunity he thought he should have. But in the end, we all need the money. We all need the access. But if we were to raise our, not only our financial coefficient, but raise our intellectual coefficient of understanding society and what role we can play in it. That if we were to command that trillion dollar power that we have in our spending and bring it back within our own community, we would just blow right by everybody else out. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to leave it with that uh, gentleman uh, at this point because I can go on and talk about the needs but really what we're talking about here is a call to action mm. well, 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 well right now like I said I got several members already contacting me okay saying count me in already you know I'm here in Switzerland you know and I know there will be other people but I think I told him that when I met him on our call a couple weeks ago Come here, because you know, check on our show. We talk facts to facts. You know, we're not, we're not we, we want people to know why they're not getting, why they've been, the way they've been treated. And yeah. how can they do something about it? How can they do something about it, you know? And this, to me, is a remedy for that. I mean, how, you know, how, I mean, we're not just talking smack of BS, okay? We're saying, <laughs> you, you know, you're, you're somebody right now. Can change your life, and if you're a member of the Western Commerce, or you're a member of the National Commerce in Illinois, out of Georgia, uh, your Delaware, wherever, okay, we are trying to talk to our memberships 
around the world, and not just in this country, over, over in Bogota, Colombia, places like that. So where you been? Amen. So one of the things, okay, Dr. Grace, I'm not sure you're aware, Chuck is, uh, I call him this for years, he's a global ambassador. Okay. I can't count the countries Chuck has been to. Matter of fact, down in, in Bogota, in Colombia, um, our former uh, leaders, Harry and our, well, anyway, Harry, Alfred, Katie Bowe, I offer their message they talked down in, uh, in Colombia was the reason now that they have a black, trace black female president of their country. Tell me about that, Chuck. We're, we're in a, 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 we're in a changing time uh, globally. And, and when I say that, I'm not really saying the aggregate of the globe, I'm saying the common denominator of the human spirit, the human existence. You know, you, we could go back maybe 10 years and, and with the advent of social media, there were things happening like the Arab Spring. And mm -hmm. they they pushed back, but they were able to organize and the students were able to lead the way and women started saying, no, we have rights. Something similar was happening with the Black Lives Matter uh, movement. If we, if we want to call it or characterize that, but it was in response to an economic disposition meeting a really a, a showcase of race systemic racism put right mm -hmm. in our face and brought into everybody's living room. Everyone said, "Oh my God, this is this is terrible. Mm -hmm. We got to do something about it." Well, in Colombia, they had these other things that they were seeing. Let's say that we're in common denominator of the human spirit, the human existence. Colombia as a country had been experiencing over 50 years of civil war that really wasn't publicized as such. They tried to make it seem like it was about the, uh, the drug dealers, the narcos economy versus the established economy. And really, there was so much have-nots that were on one side of the line that they just kind of fell in and it just happened to be all the money that was coming through with the, uh, the, the drug economy that they can't deny was part of their country. So to make a longer story short, there were guerrillas and the guerrillas eventually got to the point to where the government said, you know what, we, we would like to have peace. We want to stop the war. What do we do? So two of the leaders got together uh, one, uh, uh, President Petro, and he selected a black woman to be his vice president. And they were pretty much following the, uh, the, the American blueprint of how Kamala Harris got there. And even before Kamala Harris, there was uh, F.C. Campbell Barr out of Costa Rica. And all of them kind of got there on a people's rights type of agenda that was inclusive of people's rights, not just black or not just one ethnic group. So anyway, this group got elected as, uh, and, and totally was like a leftist. These were people that had previously been carrying AK-47s and challenging the status quo, challenging the haves for how they had disenfranchised the rest of the country and the Basically, the poor people got together, voted together, and got their candidates in office. And one of the first things that started happening when they got in office is they were talking about reparations. 
And they went further to say, we're not just going to talk about it. We're going to do something about it. And one of the first things they did was they began to buy land back from the people they felt were holding lands that really truly had belonged to disenfranchised people. So that's through some of the black areas, through some of the indigenous areas. And they would buy the land and then turn around and give it to the disenfranchised folks. And they would then say to the National Black Chamber of Commerce, can you help us monetize this value? So these people aren't just given land. And then here comes a tax assessment or other liabilities that go with being landowners while you're sitting there scratching your head trying to figure out how do I monetize? What do I do with it? And so one of the things we've been able to do is to talk not only to the American government, but to some of the branches where we have food shortages. And as crazy as it is, America has the capacity to feed ourselves five times over. But for all the various reasons, we're not doing that. We actually got people starving. I mean, they're calling it food insecurity. But you're talking about going to school hungry being there, there used to be uh, during the pandemic and right after the pandemic, you could go to school and get a breakfast and, and get a lunch, regardless of what was going on at your house or what your economic disposition was. Well, those programs are being cut out. So now there's over $5 billion worth of uh, vegetables and fruit, things that need to be purchased by the military. We can't feed our troops to go anywhere or threaten to go anywhere because the Chinese, everybody knows that we can't feed them, so they can't move. They can't do anything. So they've been, we've been buying a lot of products from Chile. When you go in your grocery store and you look at, let's say, a tomato or an orange or something, you look at the little stamp on it, it tells you where it came from. And some of them have been trying to buy these fruits from other places uh, to an American company and then put their stamp on it. But the USDA said, no, we need to know the origins of it, where it came from. So with that, we do have large-scale farmers that are already uh, with USDA certification, and they are selling to the government now. But we're looking at how we're able to take the smaller farmers, include them in this larger economic piece that then becomes economic empowerment that raises the whole value, the GDP of that country. But there she's going, uh, Francia Marquez is her name. She's going to the UN and she's looking for all the major countries around the world to forgive the debt to the smaller countries and to offer reparations. So there have been these sorts of discussions here, but part of like, you know, we're gonna connect the dots a little bit here. So. Why might you not want your children to know about the history of slavery? Well, if you're not black, or if you are, or not, you're gonna have a feeling about this one way or the other. And it just so happens that in an environment where we can give $40 billion to Ukraine, we can invite these African presidents here like they did in November, and have 44 countries come here and give each one a billion dollars. But we still haven't figured out how to feed people that actually have jobs and can work, not to mention the homeless. We don't have that in the mix. So we're saying 
reparations may not be such a bad thing if I understand what is all involved. And that's why they don't want you to know about it as a, as a child coming up or as, 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 a, as a fresh, neutral mind being programmed with information. They want to control what information you're exposed to. And whether you get it in school or whether you get it off the TV or wherever, you eventually don't figure it out because everybody else in the world is being taught this. They know what happened here and they know how in the world did these black people get all over the world that are all from Africa. So we've got over 200 million Afro descendants just through Latin America alone. But they'll tell us here in America well, it's only about 33. What, maybe we'll give you a benefit of the doubt. Might be 40 million of you in the U.S., but it's 330 million. Yeah, that's if you don't look, if you don't count everybody else. There's 150 to 200 million black folks in Nigeria alone. So what happens when we get our credit together? What happens when we start and able to communicate? You know, what happens if we actually own some land or we got some... Uh, uh, commerce or some business or some things that we can do with each other, all of a sudden, what we think matters. And we're not just being led around or uh, told to stay up on your porch and we'll deliver you a box of cheese or whatever the welfare program is promising and get you complacent to do that because you, you at the same time, you're trying to figure out how these people don't work and be driving all kind of nice cars, be going all over the world doing things. It's like, what's going on in society? <laughs> and at the same time that we're talking about a lack of food, so, okay, now you got your little money, but you go to the grocery store and say a dozen eggs might be $7. And you're saying, wow, I got some money, but now what do I do? Do I, do I pay my rent? Do I pay my utilities? Or are we just going to have to cut back on some food? Because we just don't have enough because the game is designed to just be just you can see it, you can smell it, but it's just beyond your reach. So anyway, I'm going off on tangents and talking about a lot of different things, but it all comes back to the point. That is our mission. Economic empowerment entrepreneurs. And that's really what we got at the core. And I, I guess what I'm saying Dr. Grace chugged that thing on demonstration, okay, how powerful the glass can be if it can be and that's the mission, okay? Yes, sir. Taken, and that's why, you know, we, I was on the call with you a few weeks ago. Uh, you did not understand the, 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 the dynamics, okay? Like right now on this station today, okay? You may not have a lot of listeners today, okay? But we on Spotify. We, you can find us on Apple. Yeah. Your message right now, okay, is codified in history. That you can refer people to this, to us right now, like saying, that's what you're going to do about your And here you're talking about financial literacy in the way it is as sex black folks. They don't there's no pay sale. It may give you a 15 minute break someplace, a nine minute someplace, but you have had over an hour right now to talk about what we needed to talk about that hadn't been talked about. Yes, sir. And that's, and that's what we do here. All right, Chuck? Absolutely. You know, Amen. <laughs> it, it, it is no secret, okay, that, that, like you said before, you know, information, 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 information. And, and we, we hear, want people to hear what Dr. Grayson is doing. Amen. Because he, Dr. Grayson, as you grow, we grow. 
Yes, sir. Exactly how that works. Now, if you mean, you have people, okay, I have our members, they have them, they have them on the, they can say, guess what? The NASDAQ team coming, you have me get my credit together with Dr. Grace. I'm a member of I mean, most chambers you get into, okay, you know, they're, no, sure, they say they're going to help you, but we can, can, can report the direct the credit card. They don't like just change around. Guess what? I don't know This is not be a one shot wonder. You know, in music, okay, a lot of people that were one shot wonders. Well, you're not going to be a one shot wonder for what I'm concerned. <laughs> like I said, we, we, we know how to be the biggest chamber, right? They shut the tail, okay? But we're doing a whole lot of stuff other kids are not doing. We're trying to empower our members, okay? Like I say, in Missouri, we don't have a lot of black business owners, okay, that are independently owned, they actually own their own company. So we gotta create that. And right now, you have to get your credit together. It goes a long ways, okay, to make them really independent. Yeah, And that's what, that, that, because that's what you're trying to be able to be easier for you to mobilize quicker and get things done just because you are small. Right, oh, that's why we're not complaining. No, we're not complaining, okay, you know. No, we're trying to under the radar. So the project at Haytown, Missouri, we already got a, 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 the first piece, okay, with $9 million. And we're building down the, the eight units of quarter miles. And that's right outside of nothing. Folks, I hate to say what? this, but I need to remind you of the clock on the wall. Just five minutes, okay. And, and right now, uh, uh, Dr. Grayson, that complex that we built will be named after. Uh, doctor, you're calling him Doctor uh, uh, Bishop Lawrence Woods, who was like one of the he number three in the Church of God in Christ. And we're gonna have that man, okay? I think they got to him. Like, can I do that in St. Louis? No. But that, but, but right now, he's had on a hundred miles from Memphis, Tennessee, where the Church of God in Christ is based at. So y'all can come up, up to up to Haytown and see what a black man has done. One of their members. And so we empower people that if I can do it, if I can do it, Chuck can do it, you can do it, but you got to put your mind to it, right, Chuck? That's right. That's right. I'd, I'd like to just take the last few minutes here, Ira, and say it's all yours, all yours, all yours. Well, I just want to say, how, how do we call this to action? You know, I'm going to uh, defer it to you and uh, Dr. Grayson pull the programming component together, make whatever arrangements or relationships are needed so that we can continue to prototype this program and see if we can get a model and test going right here from Missouri Black Chamber of Commerce. We're going to stay on it and focus it, but we want to show proof of concept that we can take it around the rest of the country. Yes. Yeah, man. Dr. Grayson, if you offer that, I'm offering that. Beautiful. You got to show us someplace. 
Well, I'm in. You're in there. Scott is in. Okay. You know, and, and we all remember the back chair. We were back with Conway. So. <laughs> and, 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 and Ira, we're going to also offer the Black Business Enterprise certification to all those businesses that sign up for this program. The certification is free, but you have to be a member, a part of one of the one of the hosting or sponsoring organization, which is the National Black Chamber and our our Federation of Chambers. So Missouri Black Chamber would be one of those. But in order to gain access to these programs, these opportunities, it has to come from within. It has to come from within your organization, and they're welcome to become a member of the organization in order to get it. But after that. Uh, we're not charging for the certification, but we are going corporations and target different people to accept and recognize the certification. You know me. Amen. Amen. Dr. Grayson, are you in? Yeah, I'm in 100%. Whatever you need from me, you know you got it. Okay, well, you know, Chuck is my leader, okay? When you give me thank you so much okay well i think right now the clock on the walls someplace on the wall is saying that we're in that last hour there but dr grace i want to thank you for taking the time today okay on your busy schedule you know to uh come to us you know and said we've been heard on, on facebook youtube spotify uh you know you can hear it on all our podcasts and you know they're putting lots of things in the chamber of commerce, okay? And they go and right now, they're gonna see your picture on the wall, okay? So they're gonna see who you are. And so, uh, all right. Taking the time, okay? Uh, I think uh, Reverend Elder Elder Loud, think got Scott Orr because today, because yeah, we're man. acting crazy, we're acting crazy, but Scott got it, got it together. Okay, so yeah, uh, man. you know, and, and, uh, and we think uh, our illustrious uh, EO uh, took you both and taking the time out this schedule. My name is Alan Folks, you know, I'm here to serve. Uh, you know, we stay here in Missouri, you know, uh, we not be, well, right now we're here to serve. We always have prayers our best now. Listen, lunch in Missouri, Chamber of Commerce, or bring us at usahotcoreal.com. And we're on that note, we said, life is good, and talk to you again next week. Yeah, man. Congratulations again. Thank have you. Have a great day. Thank you. Life should be safe. Thank you. Thank you.